Hey, Kurt. How are you? Good. How about you? Good. So what do we have here? So this right here is our Hayward Variable Speed, our 32950 BSP is the model number. This would be our top dog, 2.75 horsepower variable speed pump for filtration, water features, anything needed in the swimming pool market. How, how do you uh, use it versus any other pump? So what's nice about this pump right on the backside, you see here that we do either 120 or 240 right out of the box. You don't have to switch anything. You just wire it up and it self-detects itself. So really, you can just plug it into an outlet. You can plug it in the outlet and it's a standalone with the top mounted display and your speed controls and everything set in right here. So there's an inter, inter uh, time clock that can control everything for you. And then it's the same as the other pumps with the eight times, same, eight timers. Same with the, all of our uh, new variable speed pumps since 10 years ago. Right. So same kind of interface back here with the clock, internal clock, um, quick, clean, stop, start, resume, and four speeds that you can program. And again, around. you can also switch these. This display with the simple yeah. two screws right here, you can go four positions. Um, so whichever way the pump is positioned in the install, right. you can have the display basically face you. So it's easy operation for the installer, pool guy, homeowner, whoever's operating. And you pump. can still get an accessory plate and then just mount it. Exactly. Right? So a second, uh, separate accessory plate will be cover this and it comes with a wall mount, so we remove this display and wall mount it, and then you just run a stand 485 cable, four wire cable, shielded cable down to back to the pump, back down in here, plug in, and then you have that wall mounted display up to 200 feet away. Yeah, and I say that because a lot of the times uh, in remodels or renovations, you have the plumbing already there and the heater and everything, and you're like cramped and you don't have a lot of room. And a lot of people are asking how we can control this and put it you know, in the wall or right into the house or... Yeah, what's nice is once you remove this, this flat covers back here, it allows a little bit more room for plumbing. You don't have to swing the door open. Right. Um, with that, the pump comes with a two inch inside union, two and a half outside. So you retrofit to almost any plumbing situation you have. Right. Um, now, whether you have room in the back and, and manipulate it, that's where this wall mount will come in handy. Tuck it back in a corner behind a filter, you don't want it to continuously go back there. Right. So you wall mount it, have easy access for the homeowner for spawn fluid, spillways, any other water features they have. Right. We also get a lot of the questions uh, from our viewers is how do I connect the pump? Because the, with the OmniLogic or any other panel, even from other manufacturers. Okay. So when you're connecting to the OmniLogic or our older ProLogic, right. um, or you know, our, our automation, you'll use a three-wire communication. Uh, two wires being the calm lines and then one being the ground line. So, and that just comes right in here. The actual pump will come with a cable, a shielded cable. will actually come right through the backside and plug right into the display board. We'll unplug the display and then plug in our new connected wires. Right. Right down in. And that's a very simple swap. Really easy, real simple. Leave this display um, unplugged and your display will be blank. It's not used anymore. The controller is going to take over full control over it and you're ready to go. The connection plug is actually labeled 12VABCOM. Real easy to communicate. ABCOM is what you're going to want to use. It's in the instruction manuals, diagram, instructions on how to connect it to the auto. And it's right here also. You see also the ABCOM. Right here, you're actually going to see. Uh, it's a one, two, three, four. So you're going to go two to A, three to B, four to COM. Perfect. 
that resolves the question. Yeah, so and it doesn't matter what color wires you have, it's numbers to letters, and you're done. Right. What other advantages we have with the new uh, technology and the uh, approved energy that is coming out on June? So what we have now with these pumps, what we have for a long time, is the total enclosed man, uh, motor fans in the back. Way more efficient than the standard pool pump motors. You're going to get a longer life out of them. A lot quieter, you know, that electronic sound rather than a mechanical sound on them. Mm -hmm. So when you're butted up against a wall, you don't have that reverb sound yelling okay. and everything. So um, much quieter. Much quieter. And they're a little smarter. So our pump features a cutoff on the temp sensor. So basically, if it's pulling and the water's too low or something like that and it pulls and it starts cavitating, right. it'll shut itself down before it damages itself. So it's going to register that and it's going to alarm out and say, hey, we stopped. Right. Something's going on, check check out what's going on, you stop something. Happening. And also, if you're blocking the drain or the suction, that shuts off as well, right? Eventually, once it realizes that it's not. So we do have a separate model called the, the, the um, BSR, and that's actually going to vacuum release model. Correct. And that one is going to actually monitor the amp draw. And once it has some blockage or coverage, it, Hey Trevor, tell us also about the energy efficient. How is going to accommodate this pump to the new generation? So this year, kicking into the DOE regulations, and uh, what you'll have to see is more efficient pumps on the market now. Uh, you'll still be able to get them, but manufacturers have to manufacture new efficient pumps. This has been around long before any of that is even an issue. And so we still have it covered and these pumps fall right in line. So you don't, if you have one on, you have a certain thing specced out for that, this pump is gonna fall in line with it at variable speed, you're fine. Uh, in Southern California, we run into issues with sound actually. So we have to have a certain sound rating right. and these pumps fall away and they're actually the quietest sound on the market right now. Right. Okay, so the, the one thing that a lot of people ask is how it's gonna be uh, this pump with commercial or residential because you can use the same pump, right? Correct. So you can use the same pump. It all requires water movement and, and you're basically this pump versus a commercial pump. It's all about the amount of flow that you have going through your pipes, right? right? So you check your local list, your local codes. And if you can meet that flow, you're fine. We can, with the unions being two inch inside, two and a half on the outside, we can meet a hundred 20 gallon per minute flow, no problem. We have then a commercial wet end that has two and a half inch inside, three inch outside unions that can bump us up to 160 GPM right. and meet that requirements and the needs for the commercial market. Also, the one thing that uh, some of our viewers may not know is that it's a VGB pump. Can you explain a little bit of that? Because it has a sensor and it shuts off, correct? So there is a model that has the VGB uh, integrated vacuum release system. So what it'll do is monitor the amp draw, and when that amp draw is spiked, mm -hmm. either by simple as a pool cleaner's vacuum, right. or someone on a main drain, it shuts the pump off completely and you lose that suction. Right. Um, that is a very nice safety feature for the older pumps, or older pools that are, are single main single drain. Main drain. Exactly. Um, even the commercial ones that are single main drain that need to get up to code, which should be, because that's been a while now, a couple right. of years now. Um, but it's a retrofitting option for this pump. And with a variable speed uh, motor on the back of this, those old pools that have that copper plumbing and stuff like that, you don't right. have to prime it up to super high speed. Yeah. 
you keep it low so you have the maximum rate for your plumbing required. And also a lot of people, and uh, a lot of the times what we do out in the field, it's put a code and program the pump, and also as a safety feature, you can just lock it with a password. Correct. So the, this display, you have your four speeds on the, on the top of it that you can program in okay. and single push operation. Now, to eliminate that from someone coming up and messing with it, you can lock out this display so that a homeowner, if you're the pool guy maintaining it, the homeowner has to know that code, but if they have a kid that wants to push it or someone right. using it, they can't get into it. Also on the commercial market, if you have someone that breaks in there and wants to change something around, exactly. they cannot do that. So you've got a pool cleaner that doesn't know that and property that changes yeah, Exactly like you say, it's yeah. so critical because you have that safety feature that a lot of people do not understand. When we do a calculation for the hydraulic and you know how much water you're actually moving. Exactly, you're trying you to achieve a certain GPM that. for that pool. Someone comes in and changes that. Well, now your GPM is off and now your actual health department is, is gonna get you on that, right? right? So you're gonna see your flow meter in line that's gonna click down and you're like, hey, I started that, I was there and now we're here. Yeah. So it's yeah. nice to lock Somebody people Somebody tamper with it. Exactly. So exactly. And with that password, nobody can. Correct. The only people that need to know will know. Right. And that's how you that's how you want to keep it. Keep that pool running the way That's you a great it. feature. Yeah. Trevor, one of the uh, questions you guys get all the time and I get also all the time uh, from technicians and plumbers, electricians, we've got to show them how to wire the pump, especially to the Omni. Can you walk us through please? Yeah, easy. So simple the way that you're gonna get this pump, you're gonna open up this back cover that's gonna be on here. Take these three screws off, open this up, and this is how you're going to see it, right? You'll have the display already connected and everything sitting like how it is. You wire up your electrical, 110 or 220, whatever you have on site. Then what you're going to do is you're going to pull this pin off, go ahead and move it out of your way, bring in the supplied calm line that comes with the pump, and you'll actually have another supplied four pin connector, and you're going to simply wire this up as in the directions your ground wire to the calm and then we're going to do one wire to the B connection and one wire to the A connection tighten those in only three wires only three wires is needed and we're going to plug this directly back into the board and you'll notice on this board as well it says A, B, C on the plug and it mimics it right on the board, A, B, C. So it if matches. the plug, yeah, you can't really mess it up too much. It's a one-way plug um, and you're good. You're done there on the pump side, you're done. Then you, what we'll do is we'll take it up to the automation and we'll show you how to plug it into the automation side Let's of it and match that. in the numbers. So now that we come up, the pump is wired up. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring it into our automation system. Right. And we're gonna have the same wire column that we had here. The Omni has actually two options for you. Multiple pumps that will run so we can plug them in here. What we'll do is you'll see this. We have one, red one, black two, yellow three, and green four. So we're gonna take that as A, B, and C, and we're gonna go our green to four, our ground to four. Okay. Tighten that one up. And then these are what are gonna be the important ones. These are color coded to what we had on the pump. Correct. So we had A, B, we're going to go A to 2, B to 3, and ours is going to be black and red. Two. Black and red, just like that. 
tighten them up. And through different generation of pumps, different wires and suppliers have, have varied and changed. Correct. So that's why you have to do A, one, and two. Correct, so that's why we go letter to number rather than color to color. So you can run any kind of co like color combination wire you have in here. If you have a four RS-485 cable right. and you're only gonna run three wires out of it, just know that we have it listed yeah. from A to B to C to two to three to four. And besides and the cord coming with the pump, the cord is available through Hayward as an accessory. Correct. You can buy an accessory pump, which is actually longer than what comes in the box. The box is going to have a 15 foot. So if you need longer than that, you can get longer. We sell it up to 200 feet. Yep. Um, so you can get it a 200 foot roll and just have that on your truck and cut what's needed at that also, point. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, your length is whatever the, your plumbing equipment is going to need. In that. Correct. So uh -huh. now, how do you configure this pump? How do you find it in the Omni? So. To, get, to make sure that your pump is actually communicated and talking right it, you'll, ha you'll power up your pump and make sure that that's on. And what we'll look for is on our system, you come into service mode. So again, you're gonna, I'll go a little slower here. Bottom left corner mm -hmm. is the power button. Then you're gonna have your service mode option. Hit service mode and it's gonna ask you, you sure you wanna be in service mode, hit yes. It's gonna and you have it. to be in service mode to do the program. Yeah, when you first start up, it's gonna it's gonna kick you in and say hey, this unit's not started, so let's do this right away. So to make sure that it's actually working, you can come into service mode and you can just kind of scroll down. It walks you through scroll. the prompts to do It'll that. It'll walk you through it and correct and get you going. So what you'll see is your options: H, the high voltage relays, low voltage relays, your sense and dispense. This is everything that's plugged into it. And it's already pre-loaded it's pretty it's as soon as you power up whatever's connected it detects it so you see that we had the VSP pop up it's right there powered up on a night connect it if it doesn't show up it's not connected so you know your wires are crossed and you can check it again so as soon as you see that pop up you can turn it on and you can turn it off and you can check it correct so then we're good and then we can just go back into exit service mode and then we'll continue our program through the whole system and that just updates automatically. So now with the latest revision 4.01, um, what it will do is if there's any new software updates needed or required, it actually sends you what's called a soft alarm on your phone saying, hey, there's a new available software. Would you like to download it? Correct. You come out to the panel and you actually tap the alarm button and it would say right there, new software revisions 4.02 etc okay. whatever it would be you select it and then hit the check mark yes 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 downloads it from the internet and then re restarts itself and you're done so no more service calls no more usb sticks coming in um, no basically eliminates that service call but right. i can kind of show you what it would look like in that screen once you come into the alarm system and you come in it's gonna look kind of like this okay so it's gonna tell you which one do you want to have this new software for? Right. MSP. And how do you know which one is the pump? So the pump on this one actually wouldn't have the, the upgrade. It's going to be your display, mm -hmm. right? And this is the brain of the unit. So we're going to say this. It actually say internet download, and you select what file you want, and you just hit yes. Yes. And the USB is right there. And the USB is stuck right in there. And this USB, if it's stuck, and if you leave it in there, it actually will do a data log saving for you. And so if there's any errors or anything that pops up, 
uh, it'll record them and then we can actually look in from Hayward's side, mm -hmm. look in and say, yes, we do have an issue going on at like midnight. Mm -hmm. Or we say, no, someone's actually pushing a button. So someone has your remote and is playing with it versus something else is actually happening. But it'll just download something like this and then uh -huh. you're done. And that's all you do. And that's it's it. Very, it's fairly quick. We see that it's already going 45%. Yeah. And once it reaches 100%, there'll be a check mark. You hit the check mark and then it restarts itself and saves all your programming and everything you need. And you're on to the next pool. Uh, also, you do this with all the pumps. Like you were saying, you have those two modules up there where you connected the pump. Correct. Can, you, can you explain when you put two pumps or three pumps? Correct. So ideally, you, you would like no more than three of these wires plugged into one of these pens. So with the Hayward variable speed pumps, they have unique addresses to each pump. So you can actually daisy chain from the back of the pump each time and bring one wire up in here and we would recognize each pump in that sequence. Okay, so you can do them like in a series. That's very interesting. So it's completely different from other pumps out there. Or you can come in here, do three here, do three here, and you've got six already tagged into it, all coming up the raceway. So you have the options to go from all lines coming from the pumps to the raceways or from one all the pumps one pump up the raceway right okay cool so now it ended it did the uh, the update correct so now we're here it's already done so we just hit the check mark MSP is reset and exiting and it'll just restart it just restarts itself up you'll hear a bunch of relays clicking and self test testing and diagnosing itself and you're ready to go. Just like you reset your phones or your computers nowadays. Exactly. Because this is really a computer, the firmware. Yeah, so now what we're looking at, instead of just a simple time clock, we're actually looking at a computer that's gonna control your system. And so in that sense, it's gonna be a smart technology and it's gonna help you diagnose issues and know when there's a problem, there's mm -hmm. actually a problem. Now, one thing that I've noticed is that when we have these complicated systems and we have pools that can get up to, you know, four, eight, ten pumps, water features, lights, a lot of transformers, so you have even multiple panels. The one thing that a technician or you as the pool, uh, the pool builder or the programmer is doing is programming all this stuff. Now, what happens, and this often comes out, uh, that you lose everything and all the information and a lot of people are not aware that that same USB can save your life. Yeah, so the nicest thing about this USB right here is you come in and you do your programming, you set this whole pool up and you have it set up exactly the way you want it. With timers and everything, Timers, correct? everything, parties, programs, anything you want. You come into your configuration menu, which is just in the standard menu, configuration, right. back it up and you can internally configure it or you just back up configuration to USB Back up in progress, done. So now if anything ever happens, anything has to be replaced or anything has to be uh, wiped clean and then redone, all we have to do is we'll come back in there and we say restore. Right. And we can restore backup from USB. Yeah. And everything's and programmed in there. That has You're saved my life so many times. Because yeah. I get there and some uh, homeowner just changed the pool company that services. They, somebody doesn't know the system. They come right. in and start changing everything. And then the homeowner calls me, he says, like, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Is what is it not turning on again? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And we hear all the time we get these service calls. This will be the solution. Yeah, this is this is the key thing right there is you, everything's backed up there so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. The other thing that's nice about this is we have a couple builders that run track homes and they'll do 
specific builds on these homes. Well, you can have a USB that's labeled pool spa, one pump. Mm -hmm. As long as everything's wired the same, you plug that USB in there and just say restore from config, done. You're in and out of that program, that pool done with the same pool back next door in five minutes. That's amazing. That's a really cool feature. Now you mentioned also something just about earlier about the spa parties and things of that sort. Can you explain a little bit when you group things? How does so that work? Grouping, unlike the past automation systems, groupings take an auxiliary button. So they would take up the panel. So grouping or a macro, one button that's going to control multiple items at once. Uh, the way that we do it on the OmniLogic is you would just physically go in and turn on the items you want on. So you want your filter pump on, you want your waterfall on, you want your spillover on. You go in and you turn it on, everything you want on. So we'll just do a water feature show. Uh, and what this will end up doing is uh, we come in, okay, this is what we want on. We come into themes. We already have a couple right here. We'll add it and it asks you, make sure everything's on that you want on. You confirm it. Come in here and label it, and we'll just do water features. Right. And the icon, we can have a bunch of select from. So you have the little bathtub. So oh, even little icons you can get. Little so icons you can change up. People visually can differentiate what thing is the other. Exactly. So just by looking at it, you'll be able to see. Um, favorites, yes, that's going to move it to the front of the screen or onto your phone in the app portion of it, and you just confirm. And so it's there. automatically, whatever is on this screen is going to be on the same screen on my phone? Your phone will see the same uh, readout on it. And so what you're actually going to see is on the bottom of your phone app, there's a little star that's your favorites. Hit that star button, pulls up all your favorites, and you can have it there. So you can have spa kids, so that's a certain temperature. Then you can have spa adults where that's a certain temperature. Correct. Lights are on. If you had music attached to this unit, you can do whatever you want. Um, the other thing is, if it's connected to a Google Home or Alexa, which is very possible now with the Wi-Fi connections, right. you tell Alexa, hey Alexa, turn on my Hayward Group Party Adult Spa. And it will say, okay, we'll turn it on Hayward Adult Spa. It will turn everything on for you and you're ready to go. This is so helpful. Thank you so much. Rex. No problem.